Hey, I'm Matthew. And I'm Colleen. And we have four kids, and they're supposed to be in bed sleeping by now. We are exhausted, so we thought, why not do a podcast where people can listen to our end-of-the-day conversations with each other? You'll laugh, you'll cry, maybe you'll learn something. No, who are we kidding? We're just a couple of exhausted, mostly crazy, very happily married Christians. Are you ready, Colleen? I was born ready. My middle name is ready. Well, my middle name is Chimichanga. I must be hungry. (laughs) So we wake up this morning and I get up and I start the coffee and get my coffee mug Mm. and um, sit in my chair. It's, It's Sunday morning and... Um, so you, you are listening to this probably, if you're listening to this on the day we release this, this is going to be Monday for you, but this is Sunday night for us, um, because we're tired Christian parents at night. <laughs> so, uh, it is not night for you if you are listening to this on a Monday morning. Get on uh, okay. with it, good grief. <laughs> um, so wake up and, uh, we're sitting there, I'm sitting there in my chair, I'm about to take the first sip of my coffee. And our oldest son comes into the living room and says, Dad, Michael trapped a skunk. And I was like, oh, come on. Meanwhile, Michael goes, it worked. Yeah, Michael yells, it worked. And then then I think you were like, what worked? And he said, something was eating the eggs Mm -hmm. in the kill shed, which I guess we should explain is the shed that we kill our our farm animals in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it was named that, I think, prior to our buying of this property. They said... No, no, no. I named it. You named it? I named okay. It I thought they had said, hey, the, by the way, this is called the kill... Okay. After the rooster massacre, oh my which goodness. we could massacre. also tell was... <laughs> that story. So we bought... Make it sound so dramatic. Uh, yeah, because that's what it was. It, it was, was a bloodbath. Anyway, so Kai comes in and he well, says... Well, no, 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 no. I'm going to interrupt that story. <laughs> to go one? back in time, we bought... Because I am still a little bit... I, I'm still a little... Um, I'm, I'm still a little raw, sore. I'm, I'm sore. Uh, my brain is sore brain because sore. I bought eight. Ch- I bought eight chicks, mm. not like hot chicks, like you are. You're a hot chick, <laughs> dear. No, like chickens, not L- not little hot baby chicks. chicks. We I bought don't eight buy of them from hot like, chicks. We, are we allowed to say where we bought them from? <laughs> say well, don't do right. That. I'm getting around to it. I'm going to go ahead. And, <laughs> um, so the first place we bought it from a a good country store mm. that. Is they, they they vet who they buy their chicks from. The second store is a major corporation that for um, for legal purposes I can't uh, say their name, but sure. it rhymes with Rector Reply. <laughs> reply. Rector Reply. You just and I bought eight the first letter. <laughs> yeah, Rector Reply. Crack that code, guys. <laughs> So, so he buys these. So I bought eight chicks. more mm-hmm. chicks at this place because uh, we got another coop, a free coop. Mm-hmm. This is back, you know, a couple of years, three, four, three years ago now. And um, the the sign said ninety nine point nine eight percent chance hen. <laughs> they totally made that up. So a few months go by, and dad and dad, I'm the dad, 
And my older son comes in and says, Dad, they're, they're roosters. And I was like, no, surely yeah. not. He doesn't know what he's talking yeah. about. Well, sure enough, about a couple weeks later, I look I mean, out there, be, right? and two of those chickens were were running at each other, and they clawed each other for a little mm-hmm. bit. And I got to thinking, well, maybe a couple of them are. And to make a longer story short, um, six of the eight Mm-hmm. Supposed hens, ninety nine, <laughs> were roosters, and I don't know if the listener knows this, but roosters will eventually, especially if they're a little bit more dominant, will eventually they they will fight. They will, and they, they really might name ugly. each other. It's really so. It's we decided. Really I let the boys pick out one, and my older son and I um, killed the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And I had forgotten to tell him that when you cut the head off of a chicken, they still run around for right. a little while. Whoops. So I cut the head off the first rooster. I guess I should start this with like what they do nowadays with trigger warning. You're about to hear country stories. Oh, yeah. We probably maybe should have put that. You city yeah. folk, if you don't want to hear these real life stories and you're and a bunch you of sissies. Your, got your meat. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know your hamburger came from a real life animal, <laughs> then turn your radios down for 30 seconds or more. Probably shouldn't listen yeah. to us at all. Yeah. Um, so uh, that rooster hit the ground mm-hmm. and ran into the wall mm-hmm. of the kill shed and then got up headless and ran into the other wall. My son's eyes were super wide and mm-hmm. I looked at him and, and realized I had forgotten to tell him that chickens or roosters will run for a little while around. And so I said, oh, buddy, that's normal. I promise. I'm sorry about that. Anyways, we had fun doing the other four. Um, I would say, you ready? And then he'd say, yeah. And then I'd cut the head off and then I'd let it go and it would run around and we'd laugh. I should probably also mention that we're not like, woohoo, like, let's go kill us some animals or like, we really care. (laughs) But I, (laughs) I feel like I should calm this down just a scotch and say we really do care for our animals and um, you do. We stop. Uh, <laughs> no, so okay. So back to this morning. So keep going. Yeah, this the rest of the story is not going to help your argument. Um, yeah. So the older son comes in and says, "Michael, the youngest son, trapped a skunk." Yeah. He did not get permission. We had no idea he was up to this. By yeah, the way. he he this had decided to catch surprise. on his own. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Sure, to taking catch the on his own. Sure, whatever was eating the eggs. Yeah, that, that was great. So some of the hens that we have right now will lay eggs in the kill shed. Some of the even though we've clipped their flight mm-hmm. feathers, some of them still can fly over the. It's pretty amazing. They fly yeah. like birds over the uh, tall fence. We have yeah. six or seven foot fence. And they'll, they'll still fly, fly over, in. and then they'll fly yeah. back in. But during the day, they'll fly over, and one or two of them will walk into the kill shed where there's some hay mm-hmm. that we use for their coops and stuff, and for the sheep and the pigs, mm-hmm. and they will lay an egg in there. They will. Well, something was eating it, and Michael decided, I'm going to catch it. So he got the live trap, which I had been told doesn't work anymore. Do you remember that? I remember that. Yeah. Well, apparently it worked it because is. he and put an egg. He put an egg shell, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't. It was the egg. I think it had gotten cracked or something. Oh, okay. Something. So one of the I think cracked it eggs. Had, yeah, because sometimes when they lay it, it gets banged up or something. So, yeah. So he uh, puts the uh, egg shell in, and okay, so he catches the skunk. Yes. yes. And I'm on the chair, coffeeless, caffeineless, 
trying you know, to come wake on. up. Mm-hmm. So I said, just let me drink your coffee and we'll figure it out. And of course, Kai was like, do you want dad, do you want me to dispatch the skunk? And I said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I don't want thing. skunk smell because today is farm church day yeah. and everybody's coming over this afternoon and I don't want our whole property to smell the skunk. Um, anyways, finished the coffee, got dressed and I uh, got, so one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite rifles that I have is a 17 HMR and it's basically the round looks like a 22, mm-hmm. uh, rimfire round, but it's pointed and it's screamingly fast round. It's really good. So it's a good coyote gun mm-hmm. or, or, you know, just a, just a varmint gun is what, what it's, it's sold as. Anyways, so I took it out there because I thought maybe Michael had set the cage up so that I could dispatch the skunk, but I didn't really know how I would do that. And I was pretty certain it was going to spray if I were to dispatch of the skunk mm-hmm. in, inside the kill shed. Um, so he had not set it up that way. I had to walk in the shed and my older son had accidentally mm-hmm. placed a smaller life. So it was in a live trap. Right. And he had accidentally placed a smaller live trap on top of the trap. Which kind of looks like a cage. Yeah, it's like a yeah. cage. It's like just, they walk in and it doesn't kind of, hurt the animal. No, it, it, but, um, it's like a, it's not like a, it's like a trap door or something that like springs back. And so they can't get back out. Right. Exactly what yeah. it is. It walks in and it hits mm-hmm. a, a pressure or a weight plate. Right. And that was the part that was broken. Yeah. That was the part that <laughs> was really, broken, but yeah. then it actually worked. Yeah. And he didn't know walking in there that there was a skunk in there. Cause Michael hadn't told us that that's what he was doing so kai walked in there to go clean up a little bit and put right it on top and then went oh something's moving yeah and they, so he had yeah. accidentally put it on top before he realized the skunk was in the sure. bigger live trap um well and i realized so i had gotten some advice from somebody who said you want to walk up slowly with a tarp cover the k cover mm-hmm. the live trap and then carry it out and if it sprays it doesn't spray directly on you but it should it's kind of like a horse blinder or yeah. or um, what it's it it like if you hold a bee. I've heard mm-hmm. if you and I have done this. You if you hold like a bee it. in your hand hands yeah. and you cup it in complete darkness, they just they don't do anything because mm-hmm. they think they're it's nighttime. Oh oh, and we've done this with chickens where we'll, we'll mm-hmm. tuck it, tuck their head inside their their wing yeah, and they just calm it calms them down because yeah. it's nighttime all of a sudden. <laughs> Dumb chickens, but um, <laughs> so I go in there and I cover up the the two live traps with the tarp and now, but I don't know how I'm going to get it out because I can't grab the smaller live trap because it's on top of the larger live trap, which the skunk is in. Sure. So then I got a bright idea. I would just, I would tie my tow cable for my truck or our, Mm -hmm. our, our ATV to the cage and then put the other end on my ATV and pull the skunk out on the ATV. Because I'm it's not a good close, thought. yeah, yeah. So that's well, that's what I did, and it was a good thought, and it worked. It out. worked, yeah. And 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 I pulled I pulled the skunk out, and I said the tow cable's about fifteen twenty feet long, and the skunk, you know, just I just very slowly pulled it along, and it had a little bit of a ride, and I pulled it out to the very far end of the land, and and then it's, it's the skunk is no longer mm-hmm. in the kill shed anymore, yeah. or the live trap for that matter. And you didn't hit the, um, what do you call it? The little sack, the, the smell. Oh yeah. No, I, it didn't, it didn't, uh, 
It didn't. It wasn't it did, very it smelly. It didn't spray. Yeah, it didn't spray. Oh, what I'm so saying. so it did. It didn't spray, but it sprayed yeah. enough to where when we cleaned when we when we got the trap back later, it was pretty amazing that just the scent mm-hmm. of the skunk, and I had smelled it, and it made me really like ugh, yeah. it made me really sick to my stomach. So the boys were out there with me, and we walked inside, and you, I said nope. I said you stink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she said, we stink, and she said, you three, take your clothes off immediately. So, uh, fortunately, we live in the middle of nowhere, so all three of us boys got buck naked mm-hmm. and had to. we were forced into the shower to suds off for a little bit, and it worked, right? Got, we got rid of the sink. Yeah, we didn't need to. Our boots, our mud boots still smell of scum. They do. They're outside. Oh, and it was raining today too to make it extra fun. Yeah, so it was quite it was quite a morning of, mm-hmm. of skunk adventures, but yeah. nothing disastrous. Um, yeah, it's not. Yeah. How was that story? But we had a really encouraging, uh, fun farm church mm-hmm. afternoon. Um, I I got I got to teach a lesson tonight. And that lesson is on Right Farm House Church dot com. Um, the you can go there on the audio section, or you can listen to it at Alan Wright Sermons uh, podcast. You can listen to it there. So I was thinking, Colleen, that yes, we should have one um, one person that we can give a shout out to on Gab every night. If okay. you're not on Gab, get on Gab. It's the only place for free speech. The CEO is a Christian, and it's a fantastic place. And free speech is is not something you see anymore on social mm-hmm. media. Um, so, I wanted to. You had sent me this one, mm-hmm. um, and I thought he was really great. Yeah, this was my. I like to find um, artists right now who are um, reforming, I guess, the world in their own way by using their talent, which is. Art, so I kind of hunt down artists who are doing a really good job at expressing um, themselves through art. That was yeah, that's exactly right. And this, so this guy's, um, what do they call them? Handles or uh, <laughs> dire Christian? They're, they're, they're name thing. Their name thing. They're, 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 so it's the screen at, name. The thing that thing. at proceeds. <laughs> He is at Blue Collar Illustration. We mm-hmm. highly recommend a follow of him. And Colleen sent me this um, illustration that he did of a father who is protecting his wife and his small children. And he's holding an axe and he's smiling over them. And the axe has, <laughs> you have to see this. It's not as it's disgusting really not as it it's sounds. Really but there are wolves behind him. And he has fended off the wolves. Mm-hmm. And he's scratched up, and he, but he's he's protected um, them from the from the wolves. And obviously, the illustration. I'll just read this. It says, "As a husband and a father fighting for my family's joy is always top of mind. I'm calling this personal piece I drew glad responsibility, as it is a joy, no matter how painful, to keep out the wolves that take on different forms that want to harm the wife and children that God has entrusted mm-hmm. to my care. This rings true in every heart." Uh, in, in heart of every man, in the heart of every man that has taken upon this calling, and Colleen said that to me, and that meant a lot to me that she sees me that way when I go out to the world. It's very loving of her. These are the kinds of things a good, a good Christian, tired Christian parent wife 
does. <laughs> um, that makes me feel special. So that's mine, at Blue Collar Illustration. Give them a follow. Who's yours? Okay. Um, so somebody he works with, uh, Gabrielle uh, Seymour, I think is his name. I don't know if Gabriel that's his... Seymour. Yeah. Gabriel. Yeah, uh, is that his, what's his handle? Is that the same thing? It's at Gabriel, Gabriel G-A-B-R-I-E-L, Seymour, S-E-Y-M-O-U-R. And um, the two of them are working on a book, I believe, a children's book. That's, I, I think, either coming out pretty soon or something. Um, big fan of books. And so I think... In part of my search for Christian artists, I had found them um, talking about a children's book or something. And so I immediately followed them and, and started scrolling and found that illustration on there um, as part of just what's been going on in their lives. So uh, really good stuff on both of their pages, and um, I'm excited to see if their children's book comes out soon. Hopefully, I want to buy it. I, I want to throw this one out too. Um, the 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 um, this is at this is Foster. Mm, yeah, it's another good one. He just came out with a book, and I'd highly recommend you look up his book. It's good to be a man. Mm-hmm. I just ordered it, pre-ordered it. It comes out in November, um, and I'm very excited about it. Really enjoy his lessons um, from his church that yeah. he that he uh, preaches at so give him a follow as well all right um colleen's cooking corner that's the jingle i came up with it was very creative spent a lot of time on that <laughs> oh no something else i need to do <laughs> um but this cooking corner recipe um i'm gonna kind of cop out because um this weekend was something that we like to celebrate called Fiji Independence Day. Matthew came from Fiji and, well, not from Fiji, but he spent a lot of time there. Uh, We have a lot of family um, ties and a lot of love in that island. And so every year, um, my brother and sister-in-law do a fantastic job at um, kind of recreating um, the the island way of cooking, which is in an earth oven. And they dig a hole essentially in their backyard and they lay stone and um, just make an oven out of it. And it's a really awesome process. um, And it's fun to do every single year. Uh, So yesterday, yeah, was yesterday, was our Fiji day. And they make curry and um, all these wonderful dishes. I think... Uh, my favorite dish that they do is corned beef, spinach, and coconut milk, and then they put in chilies in it. And um, that's really the recipe. You just basically dump it in there and then throw it in the earth oven. And a couple hours later, it comes out, and it's just, it sounds really simple, but man, it is good. I could probably eat the entire thing myself. Yeah. And you just cook it. I've made it in my oven at 400 degrees before it's not as good because it's missing you know like when you barbecue and it has that smoky feel but then you put the same recipe in your pan and it just i mean it's good but it's not amazing because it doesn't have that flavor this is kind of the same thing um but yeah you just get a can of coconut milk or so and you just fill it up in there and 
voila. Yeah. 400 for about 20 well, maybe like an hour. To do it like we do in Fiji, you have mm-hmm. to dig a huge hole in the earth, heat up some <laughs> rocks, and then <laughs> yeah. cover that up with banana leaves and yeah. burlap. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, that one's hard to come by, but you can do it in the oven at 400 degrees. You just, <laughs> it's a little bit more difficult. So, uh, that's awesome. We're going to have to actually do a jingle for you now. <laughs> I'll play a little guitar, and then you used to do that. Conley's Kitchen Corner. Like cooking, you cooking, not kitchen. Cook, cooking, cooking. Yeah, we'll corner. get it right. Also, I would like to throw out a book recommendation. I'm totally geeking out at a new book a friend of mine just gave me. It has recipes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We were kind of nodding. Um, and it's talk- talking about um, food allergies, which I'm the most excited about, because I know a lot of people have food allergies right now and we don't have any that I know of and so I like to cook for people but um, sometimes they come over and they I can't have this or I can't have this so um, this is called Nourishing Traditions it's by Sally Fallon F-A-L-L-O-N uh, with Mary Enig I think maybe you pronounce it that way sorry Mary if I pronounced your name wrong E-N-I-G um, anyway I just started it so I don't have anything to recommend but I'm pretty geeking out on it right now and I'm excited to cook out of it and see what comes of it. So maybe stay tuned. I'll maybe share a recipe out of this one. That'll be cool. All right. So we're going to release a, an episode uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of every week uh, for the foreseeable future. So we hope you enjoy listening to this episode. You'll have your next episode out on Wednesday. It will not all be about skunk <laughs> issues on farms, but, you know, that. That was what happened today. It did. And that is going to be the story sometimes when Mm -hmm. you wake up and you have a skunk in your life trap that your young son didn't tell you about. (laughs) Anyways, we'll see you guys on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tired Christian Parents podcast. You can follow us on Gab at Tired Christian Parents, or you can email us at tiredchristianparents at protonmail.com. We'll see you next time.